I'm trying to see what my smile looks like. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of The Cosmos. And welcome to the whole Duty of Man podcast. You are with The Cosmos. This is Quarterly Elements. And we are continuing with our series on the Bible and human emotions. As always, I am not alone. I am with my partner, how are you doing this afternoon? I am doing. I am doing very well. Ah, yeah, I think well. I'm fine because you okay. know we are we are in the Sabbath, and we're enjoying the Sabbath. Right. Yes, the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. I don't know about where you are, Mabel, but here we are um, on the Sabbath. The sun is far from setting. Well, not far. Um, it's like 30 minutes away. So life is still quite busy. But the sunset is looking quite pretty. Uh, we had quite an interesting week in terms of weather. Um, yeah, Cape Town weather is always funny. Like we get super hot days. And then we get super cold days. And it all just happens. Uh, it all shatters short space must of come time. To Louis Either way, if you think that's funny weather, you must come to Louis Richard. How has how has it been on your side? Cold, cold. The next day, super hot. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's Louis Richard for you, yeah. And just speaking about general life events, you know, we're speaking about how weather just changes. Like one time it's super good, one time it's super bad. And just thinking of world events and things we are hearing around us. Like, it's so funny how this one world that is governed by one God, you get other people on one side of the earth who are extremely happy. Someone right now is is celebrating. They are the happiest people in their lives. Someone today is, is mourning the loss of a loved one. Someone just lost their lives. Someone just failed. Someone just got disappointed. Mm. All of this is happening in one world and one God is in charge of this. And one God has to be very present with the very happy people. And he has to be very present at the same time, at the same time with those who are mourning. At the same time, he has to be there holding the right hand of those who are in fear. It's quite interesting, you know, how, how God He's... has yeah, to, yeah. The world is just in... In turmoil, in, in a turmoil, yeah, term, yeah. You know? I think, I think, yeah. This yeah. week has been quite devastating with just things we've been hearing, uh, in the news, particularly mm. this side in South Africa. Um, there was a fire in Johannesburg, and about seventy-five people lost their lives. And mm-hmm. you were telling me right now about an incident that happened in an area close to where you're staying with a shootout and eighteen people losing their lives. We have these terrorist attacks. A lot is happening. Yeah, yeah. The world is in. I mean, if it's if it's not murders, if it's mm-hmm. not fires burning, if it's not violent storms, if it's not if it's not something, it's something else. It's just a disaster, disaster everywhere. It is. And you know, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. In I, I know one one guy when we were talking about prophecies, mm-hmm. he used he, he took an analogy and uh, he took a he he put it this way, right? Okay. As you get closer to a place, you get to see more signs saying, okay, thirty kilometers left, twenty kilometers left. I'm not saying they do that as precisely with those numbers, but I'm saying as you get closer to a place, you get to see more signs and more signs that oh, I'm getting closer and closer. Mm. So he says, 
as we are getting closer and closer, the signs are going to intensify of the sure. coming of Christ. And this is, this is and, really and I, it. I think yeah. we are seeing that right now. Like, turn on the news. I mean, what good are you hearing? You know, you're hearing there's war that side. Four people died. You're oh. hearing that there, was, there were wildfires that side. You know, you're is, hearing that yeah. people died in a fire. It's, the world is in turmoil. And it is at this time where, when, when everything is shaking up, it is time for us to stand on the word of God. One of my favorite writers says, mm-hmm. the only thing, the only steadfast thing our world knows is sure. the word of God. At this point, and you know, that is so true. And you know, just to wrap up before we, we dive into the episode. Um, 40 I was minutes just, later. I was just thinking <laughs> about these lives and thinking about their families and like, you were sleeping, all of a sudden there's a fire, you were looking forward to seeing this person the next day, and someone probably had a date, you know, to go to, and it's like, if you make it to heaven, that's the only place you will get to make it at, and it just comes to remind me the importance of really working out your own salvation in fear and in trembling, but also Mm -hmm. looking out for the people around you. There was this pastor, he was speaking about how the one thing that we should be very intentional about is literally looking out for each other. Because if I love you so much, I should want to have eternity with you. And it, I should not be content with allowing you to just fall into sin like that. Because if I lose you tonight, it's over forever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's this, hurt. This, this, mm-hmm. this just goes to show that each and every day we got to wake up and really appreciate the life yeah, that God gives. Sure. Yeah, no. right. you know. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm, I'm yeah, sure this... one of those people who died mm. expected to be alive in the next week. They, they probably had plans. Don't they you have like, plans for next week? Next week, Monday, going to work. <laughs> you have plans for Monday. <laughs> exactly. So, like, it's... what guarantee do you have you'll make it tomorrow? Yeah, and just to close up, I think we should just take some time to just pray over everything that has been happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to read from John 14, verse 1 to 3. It says, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, ye may be also. This is our only hope. Our only Literally. hope. There are so our many solutions in the world. Uh, Mabel? But yes. Just to stop you on that note. Okay. Just before we, we start having a podcast on the yeah. tribulations of this world. Yeah, yeah. I think just take time to open in prayer. Let's and, and dive into our. Yeah. Can I finish up my point? Anyways, I just wanted to share that the All only right, hope we have is the second coming of Christ, and we should really be awakened <laughs> to to taking our salvation yes, yes, seriously. Yes. That is it. We are done. Once again, good evening if and welcome. If you want a podcast on this, <laughs> you will comment and tell us, and we will try our best to organize one. But we will probably moment, share we have a lesson to get to. <laughs> 
we keep on saying we probably should have all these podcasts. I thought we'll have them. But There's a lot of lessons that we yeah. might think about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's pray. Let's just take some time to pray for what has been happening and for 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 us to be truly established in the faith and for our hearts to be ready to be kind to one another. We're going to speak about that today and to officially open up the lesson. May you please pray for us. Let us close our eyes in prayer. Father in heaven, we come before you upon this day, Lord, to thank you for the gift of life you've given upon us, Lord, and we just want to take some time to appreciate the life that you gave to us, oh Lord. A lot of people have lost their lives during the course of this week, mm-hmm. during the course of this day, just within the few hours, this recent hours, Lord, we know people who nearby, nearby, me have lost their lives. All over the world, Lord, there are people who have lost their lives. People who planned to be alive tomorrow. People who planned to, people who put plans for next week. There are people, but they will not be able to see the sun anymore. Mm-hmm. Lord, we want to take this time to really thank you for the life that you have given upon us. And Lord, we also want to ask that in the life that you have given to us, show us the things we should make right, God. Show us the things we should really fix in our lives. May we make use of the chances that you have given us, O oh Lord. Also, I just want to pray for the grieving families who have lost their loved ones. We want to ask, Lord, for them. Comfort them, Lord. Be with them. Let your spirit be with them, Heavenly Father. Guide them in this moment of, of, of pain, of suffering, Lord. Be with them as they, as they go through this time. And may they find hope and grace in you, as you are the only one where hope can be found. We also want to pray for this lesson as well. That, Lord, what we are about to talk about now is very, very important, particularly in our time. And that we pray that we will be able to, to do justice to it. Put your words in our mouth and may the words convict people, Lord, to be able to follow them. We pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you so much. And yeah, maybe just to continue in that young vein of what we're talking about, to segue into this lesson. Um, today's topic is good thinking, right? good thinking and mm-hmm. how to navigate around all this despite the terrible things that are going on in our lives but we also see that thoughts influence how we feel and feelings also then tend to lead to the way we behave right as the whole title and as the whole point of this podcast is how can the bible guide us through various emotions that we feel such that these emotions don't lead us to making radically wrong choices and that's what we are going to talk about today so yeah we're starting off with thoughts as the root of all behavior and i just want to read proverbs 14 verse 22 i think proverbs is quite an interesting book just with the way it's written so it says do not those who plot evil go astray but those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. So this verse is just like showing the link of thoughts, actions, and eventually you, your destiny. Yeah? Can you please tell me where that verse is again? Proverbs 14 verse 22? Proverbs 14 verse 22. Those do not those who plot evil go astray. So when you are evil, you go astray because you plotted. Oh, yeah. The plotting of evil is your thoughts. 
right? You go astray. That is mm. your eternal destiny and it influences your character who mm. you are. Now you become an evil person because of your thoughts and your destiny. But do not those oh, yes, who plot still. good. They plan, they think good things, right? What's mm. their destiny? Yeah. They find love and faithfulness. It's their characters. So... I love how... Mm-hmm. I love how the King James Version puts it. Okay. It says, do they not err that devise evil? And devise. already they're from the word devise. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have physically done it. It means even thinking about it, yeah. planning about it mm-hmm. already will cause you to do wrong. Mm-hmm. So thinking about anything wrong will only result through, will only result with, yeah, you will yeah. essentially. But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. Mm-hmm. And Furthermore, on that, to just add on to that scripture, Mark 7, verse 21 to 23 says, From within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adultery, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lavishness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man, right? we are trying to get to a point where our emotions don't overrule our reason so that we don't make radically wrong choices. I think that's like our motto for like this whole podcast. Mm -hmm. So the thing that leads us to having our emotions rule over our reason and leading us to make these wrong choices, your theft, your covetousness, your deceit, your lavishness, it comes from where? Within. Right. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Today we are talking about how to deal with that inner man. Any more thoughts on the conclusion before we, we go on further to hear what the text has to say about this? And the conclusion? No, no, not the conclusion. To, to get into what the text has to say. Right now we just introduced oh. the idea of good thoughts and the fact how thoughts are tied to our behavior and also how we feel i think you know let's just go let's just get in there and start Mm -hmm. yeah so the lesson speaks about how sinful acts right are are preceded by by these definite thoughts and this is where temptation comes in because we know that it's not a sin to be tempted but it is when you cherish that temptation that you then fall into sin. So the thing, as I said again, that we're then seeking to address is is addressing this inner man and the thoughts. So controlling the thoughts is is yeah, basically what, what we are looking at. And the question that is posed for us and something for you to think about right now is let's say right now you had to express the things that you were thinking about in the past 24 hours. You had to either write them down or say them out, what would that be? You know, just going to give you about 30 mm. seconds, just to think of five seconds, maybe, just to really think about that. So how is your thought life looking like? And sometimes you may think that it is not problematic because it's just inside. But what we read from the book of Luke right now tells us that the thoughts are the ones that defile 
Amen. So, so the five seconds now is over, and that exercise is is that show. So I don't think we will be sharing what, what our thoughts are, but I, I do want to believe both of us did reflect on this, and mm-hmm. essentially, your life, from what I think, will revolve around the things you think, you know, mm-hmm. and. Because you have that thought, the the action will come from the thought. You know, you think about it, and you you, you talked about entertaining sin as well. Mm. You tend to entertain it. So what we Christians tend to do is we think, you know what? Okay, you know, let me act it out. It's fine as long as I'm acting it out. As long as outside I'm a good person. You know, if you ask people, people think that they are good people, and because they they think they are good people. Mm-hmm. it's they think that okay i'll make it to heaven and you realize that was actually the same idea that people in the past actually had okay. that's why when jesus now comes and says if you think if you lust after a woman that is mm-hmm. a sin as well mm-hmm. you know we have this wrong idea in our lives that our thoughts don't matter and i think we'll, we'll delve into this later on which is where it is which is why it's very important that we go through a daily renewal of the mind of the mind yeah the yeah. mind the mind needs to be renewed and paul gives us an alternative uh before mm-hmm. we before we move on in terms of talking talking about thoughts as as a way of distress and linking it to emotions um romans chapter 8 Verse 5 to 8, I'll read it in our hearing. It says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things Mm. of the flesh, but they, but they after the flesh, wait, I'll start over. That they that that are after the spirit, the things of the the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded, okay, can, can, can go on. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And we're talking mm. about all this in the context of emotions and feelings. So a good place to dwell at is verse six, right? Because now your question may be, okay, you're now talking about sin and our behavior, but what does that have to do with the way that I think, right? But we see that, Mm -hmm. first of all, I think we've established in in previous lessons how God wants us to be happy, how thoughts of depression, fear, anxiety, all of this is from the devil, right? And so when we are far from God, and that is usually when we are in sin, right? Right? We are not filled by the spirit and that's where the flesh then takes over. And in that place, there is no peace Mm, mm. and there is no joy. But then when you are then Mm. in the spirit, in that place where you are close to God, right? That's where you find Mm. that peace. That's where you find that rest. That's where you find that joy. And automatically you have good thoughts that we read about in Philippians. And as a result of that, there is no anxiety. In fact, Mm. that verse whatsoever things are pure, true, honest. The verses on top of that are actually speaking about anxiety, 
right? So that's how we actually see mm. how sin, thoughts, emotions, behavior are all interlinked. Mm. And once again, we are finding this whole thing of a nearness to God being being essential to how we think and also affecting how we feel as well. So as much as people may talk about how they feel good in sin, we already spoke about how sin brings about guilt. And if you are not feeling guilty, you should be worried, right? So, yeah, and yeah. how it, that it guilt that... leads you to fix things so that you can actually be at peace with God. So I think just to link up that relationship together, to tie it up here yeah, before moving on, is the fact that when we have a carnal mind, right? we then have carnal thoughts when we devise evil things we just do bad things because we have a carnal mind and as a result of that there is no peace there is no joy you can play yourself you can you can deceive yourself but god's word holds true and it is telling you that though there is no rest for the wicked right but rest then is found in the lord so i think that's then the first point that good thinking is also does have to do with our own standing with God and with us being filled by the spirit and whether we are being controlled by the flesh or whether we are being controlled by the spirit. Yeah, we can. Yeah. And this goes to be our thoughts each and every time. Mm -hmm. The statement says we need a a constant sense of the ennobling power of pure thoughts and the Mm -hmm. damaging influence of evil thoughts. This is what we're going to go through today. Let us place our thoughts upon holy things. Let Mm -hmm. them be pure and true for the only security of any soul sure. is right thinking any your soul. security is in your thoughts yeah that's why you had to go to the extent of saying if you lust after the woman you're still in danger mm. yeah. yeah powerful stuff powerful stuff all right and the lesson brings us an interesting thing now we are moving on to more about feelings and how dangerous, how feelings influence also how we tend to think and view things and in, in and also eventually our behavior, right? So we are told about this experiment that was conducted by Philip Zimbardo, who was, who was a psychologist. And he records a case about this woman who went to hospital, right? And nothing was wrong with this woman. But let me just see. Um, yeah, nothing was wrong with her. But it's like, it seems that she had a panic attack. And when she was then asked about this, and actually she eventually passed away because she was that anxious. She dwelt on this thing that I'm about to tell us now and it eventually led to her death, right? So this woman visited a psychic and the psychic told her that she would die before she's actually 23. So, because in her mind, oh no, I am afraid of dying. Oh no, this is going to happen. It actually affected her health, her emotions. And eventually, she she actually later on passed away. And obviously, Philip Zimbardo, in discussing this, he is talking about how it, the power of the mind in basically influencing the things that we do. Like sometimes things don't even have to be true. But in the way that you think about things, if you convince yourself and if you believe certain things, right, they it does come to be. Imagine if she believed God's promises about her life, right? The same faith that she had in the psychic about the fact that before she's 23, she'll pass away. She believed it and that happened. How And, and just, this goes to show us hmm. 
the power of the power of negative thoughts, the power that negative thoughts can, the power that thoughts in general can actually have in our lives. Yeah. And look at this woman. Because she thought this, it mm. was able to have such an impact in her life that something something as powerful as her life was threatened and was even lost. And that goes to show us why it is then important we fill ourselves with the right things. If this, if this can affect me so much, let it affect me positively this much. Mm. You get where I'm coming from? True, true. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. we. I, I I want to really make this point go home. The thoughts of this woman, of course, probably also among other factors, right? Um, but they they also play a, a role in it. Impacted mm-hmm. her powerfully. Yeah. That her life was now, you know, lost before twenty three, and such a sad story. It is. So, it is. Yeah. So it just goes to show how powerful thoughts are. You know, let's refer back to someone who we've actually talked about. Who is it? Is it Elijah? Who was mm-hmm. now when he was now distressed in oh, his yeah. thoughts, like I want to die. You know. Yeah. And yeah, and but luckily for him, you know, uh, he, he we talked about how he turned to God and everything. Mm. And I think that definitely now also leads to the other side of things that the things that we say to each other also, we may sometimes think that things are small or that it has no significance. And I think this is where I love what Matthew chapter five had to say that. Let your answer be yay, yay, or nay, nay. And whatever is not of this is evil, right? And when we get to understand this text further, it's just basically like the importance of saying things as they are. And it's particularly addressing the issue of guile and saying harmful things to other people or thinking that you you may be joking or whatever, right? But the truth of that is that that is actually hurting someone. You don't know what actually they've been going through. You may think that they may take it as a light joke and brush it away. But what if that they've been fed that idea all their lives and then they actually come to believing what you have said? And this does affect their thinking as well. So we are to be each other's keeper in, in terms of the things that we then say to each other and saying things that build each, each other up. Um yeah and then also the importance of of not outwardly expressing negative things especially if they are not going to help because i'm sure right now a question at the top of people's head is but i am going through sad things should i not think about the sad things i'm going through um something terrible has happened can't we now sit down and talk and complain, right? Like what we're doing right now earlier, we're talking about the terrible things that were going on. That was like sort of in a negative light because none, none of, okay, it wasn't negative because we were building each other up, right? And, and just pointing each other to, to the reality of the second coming of Christ. But I think that the, it would have been wrong to have that conversation in the sense of, yo, we are doomed, um, things mm. are just mm. bad and we leave it there. I am now mm. going to go to bed thinking, sure, life is over for me. Like, 
how can how better can things get so it's not entirely saying that we should all keep quiet about the bad things we're speaking about because last week we spoke about the importance of speaking about things but it's speaking about mm. things with the intention of healing and building each other up people share testimonies and those are terrible things but they are said to to build and to mm. i don't know i forgot the word but it's a word that to to uplift um yeah mm. to and i think anything we did talk other. about that actually yeah i don't know i don't remember which lesson was it but i think we did have a part a, a podcast where mm. we did quite have an emphasis on the things you say as well and yeah. what you're now seeing is all these principles coming together and mm. they do overlap each other and not that because now you just all you have to do is building each other things it doesn't mean that you have to you know to talk about you, the negative things that do happen in your life yeah you know? and Another point on talking about things, just always also remember to talk about those things to God. Yes. Or to God, God, this is happening in my life. Mm-mm. Talk to him. He's a friend. He's a brother. He's a father. He's a parent. He's, he's God and he's there for you. True, true. And I just want to, before we will be close this one up, I just want to read a quotation from Steps to Christ. The last chapter, it talks about rejoicing in the Lord. And it says, Chapter 13, yes. Uh, it says, It is not wise to gather together all the unpleasant recollections of a past life. A discouraged mm-hmm. soul is filled with darkness. Nothing mm. about discouragement is godly, okay? A discouraged soul is filled with darkness, shutting out the light of God from his own soul and casting a shadow upon the pathway of others, right? To even think about this, God in our lives bring peace, life, joy, and happiness. When we dwell on discouraging things, it's not, it doesn't only shut out God's light, but it also shuts out that peace and that joy that we spoke about. In the first lesson, we spoke about good versus positive emotions. Those positive emotions, right? God is the one who will truly bring them to us. But when we dwell on discouraging things, and here she emphasizes that things on the past life, sometimes we think that it's fine to to spend one hour, you know, complaining so much about things that happened in the past life. God is not present there because it's shutting his light out. And it does not only affect you, but it affects others. And the worst thing on top of that is that you may recover, but that person that you had that conversation with, you don't Mm. know if they could ever Mm. recover as well. So, Mm. yeah. Um, I think we can now move on to wholesome thinking, right? And... Definitely, yes. We are, we are introduced to, to the verse. This is the verse that mm. is, is, is used all over in whatever context. When we speak about good thinking, we are speaking... Mm. We, we, this is the verse that we usually go to, right? How should the mind be? And... Philippians. Yeah, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren. Um, and Philippians mm. is a good... Oh, my goodness. It's a concluding statement, right? Not only of that verse, of that chapter, but of the book. And we know the conditions that Paul is writing this book in, right? Paul is in chains and he has just told people about having the mind of Christ, about being humble, about always being joyous, about being content. And these are things that we are going to speak about, learning from Christ, especially mentally and emotionally. 
and Paul in a very tough situation, right? We are expecting Paul to be like, oh, finally, guys, <laughs> guys, that could have been his closing words because we gather and we just gather to just cry and to complain, right? And again, that's not saying that it's a bad thing, but it's really bad if we are just going to leave it on that note. But Paul here, in concluding his statement, he says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such mm. things. And I'd like to think that this is what kept Paul going through tough times in his prison, right? This is what kept mm. him going, yeah. And of course, what kept Paul going is God, right? And mm -hmm. we read in Romans where it was saying that if you look towards the things of the Spirit, when you think about the things mentioned in verse 8, those are the things of the Spirit. By mm. having a, a, a mindset of positivity, you know, one of the things you learn about the patriarchs is mm. that what some of them would do instead of looking towards their current suffering right now, they mm. would look at the promise that was to come. That's positive yeah. thinking. Mm -hmm. thinking. You know what, despite what's happening to me now, I know what's coming. I know there's a crown in waiting for me. I know and... there's a life with eternity with Jesus waiting for me. Positive thinking. And it is then that kind of thinking, mm -hmm. these things that you ought to be praising, these things that are true, these things that are pure, these things that are honest, things of the spirit. Oh, so that will make more sense. Keep that in mind as you move on, as you're going to be moving on, which will make more sense. Oh, yeah. And this is so very... These are the things we basically ought to be thinking about. Yeah, and by it's... having that kind of thinking, we have hope and we are more encouraged to, to, to keep on the fire. And I mean, we can only know once you put it to the test, right? This is very practical, but it also sounds very ridiculous. It's like, dude, I'm going through a lot. And then you ask me, what am I thinking? And then I tell you, oh, I'm thinking about the day I got born again. I'm thinking about the second coming. I'm like, huh? A, B, C, D just happened to you and this is what you're thinking? Because Paul is going to, Paul could have been thinking about so many other things. Yeah. But he chose to dwell on these things. It is hard, but I like what the lesson here says. It says that um, it is necessary, right? Necessary. Therefore, to make a committed decision to read and reflect upon the word every day. The word of God mm, is the mm. only true fortification we have against the mental onslaught of unspiritual distractions that come from the world. If you are not intentional about exposing yourself to the things yes. of God and meditating on it's not going to happen. You are not These all things of a sudden will, they will not happen. just going to think we about have pure to have... things. Mm -hmm. Let's, let me give an example. Uh, how do you get to a point of where the, the lyrics of a song are in your mind? You you listen to the song over and over and over and over and over again. Such is to be with the word of God. If you want your minds continually dwelling on the things of the word of God, you have to give yourself that much exposure to the word of God. We have to be able to fill our minds with God. And we do that through... Bible study, sharing his word, 
spending much time in prayer. You want to get to a point where God is the first one who you turn to. If you want to be filled with God, mm. with godly thoughts, with spiritual thoughts, it has to be you putting yourself in a spiritual environment. Mm. Prayer, fasting, study of the God's word. If yeah. studied and obeyed, the word of God will something in the heart will subdue every unholy attribute. Yes, that's what it says. The Holy Spirit will come and convict of sin. I remember it. Lovely. <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, like speaking of prayer, it's another way in which we can keep our minds out of trouble. When you are aware that God is present, um, it, it, it allows you to, to guard. But not only being aware that God is present, but being aware that God is present so you talk and commune with him in that way it allows you either to channel those negative thoughts into a conversation with him and best believe god will take them away right or it just allows yeah. you to, to to let go of those thoughts so another thing when we just completely forget about the lord being present it really allows us to to dwell um in really negative things so really getting to a point where where you get to talk to the lord and the Bible is very clear, right, in really pointing out that God cares about our thoughts because our thoughts impact our words, our actions, and our overall well-being. Mm -hmm. So this is for our good. It's not even about God, but it's for our peace, as we mentioned, because God wants us to have good thoughts because good thoughts lead to that wholesome thinking, which is good for us physically and mentally and now we need to speak about the thoughts of our hearts right and it's really when we're speaking about the presence of god god is truly aware first kings verse eight first kings chapter eight verse 39 says for you alone know the hearts of all men and the word heart in the bible is interchanged with with the whole idea of the thoughts and where thinking you know takes place so God has access to our mental activity. On the other hand, the devil doesn't, right? And this is why we, we keep think, speaking about um, the, uh, our actions and how it's not helpful if we are going to let out bad thoughts and they are in, not in any way ennobling because that's when the devil takes advantage. The devil cannot read your thoughts. That's why it's good to keep them to yourself, especially if they're not good. Because if they're not good, of course, God is not going to jump, but it is the devil who jumps and he is the one that, mm. that, 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 that leads them to problems or to strife or to people fighting because he knows what Nye is thinking about me because in the way that Nye is behaving, he knows what I think about him. And now this is what the devil works with. So being aware, it is an advantage, right? That the devil has no access to our thoughts. But if we mm. then let these translate into our actions especially the negative and the sinful thoughts that's where we are in danger but again it's also an advantage mm -hmm. in the sense that god knows our thoughts and it speaks to the idea of intimacy you know god is not even just wanting to be with you in a physical mm -hmm. sense like even communing with you in your thoughts even when you're not able to write it out or speak to him but even just through him being present in your thoughts and him just being pleased by the things that are going on in your mind. In fact, that's what Psalm 19 verse 14 says, that may the meditations of my heart be acceptable 
to you, O Lord. And that's how that intimacy and that relationship can grow when God continually finds it acceptable to abide and to stay in your mind because he knows the things that you think. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, that's the part that God can also read our, our thoughts and our hearts also goes to show why perhaps he's not at this point, it's not related, but it also goes to show how he is, you know, the perfect judge. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it just makes things suited for him to be the perfect judge. And mm-hmm. it also gives us an advantage in that, you know, you can talk to two things about God that the devil don't, doesn't have to now know about, eh? Like if that relationship, you know, you yeah. don't have to be the devil. You might be outside there, and the devil might think, "Ah, he's not praying a lot." You mm-hmm. know, maybe you pray about three times a day, and you're not always on your knees. But inside, you are praying. You have that time to have that communion, that chant of the communion with God in you. Mm-hmm. That you should really make use of that advantage of, you know. Yeah. And, and I think also just in closing to speak about this peace of Christ in our hearts, in our minds. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 is a good chapter to read, but I'm just going to dwell on verse 15. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Right? The first thing, mm-hmm. let the peace of God. Right? It's not... Um, well, it could, I think in other versions, it says that, and the peace of God, I don't know if it does say that, and the peace of God will rule in your heart, but it has that thing. No other versions say that set, right? The idea of setting your mind and the things of God, let your mind be on the things of God. That is a directive to you that you should allow this to happen, right? So God works, man works. God can only go as far, but if Mm. we don't allow this good thinking and for him to be the one who can penetrate through our minds and influence Mm. the way we think, it's not going to happen. So this is suggesting that action, right? Not necessarily action, but being intentional and striving. Um, Mm. Yeah, I think striving is my word, has been my word for this week that we there's this race that we need to run we need to endure and we need to struggle and strive against this carnal nature right this carnal nature we attended towards evil towards bad thinking towards casting dark shadows against others that's what we attended towards so for us to have this renewal of mind striving and being intentional about it um is very important and then secondly it sets your mind right and then it says that this should rule in your heart. So there's, there may be many other things going mm. on, but this peace of Christ is the one that is supposed to rule in your heart. Yeah, do you have anything to, to say you on know, that? Yeah. For me, or I, we, we still wanted to say something because I'm going to sort of introduce another point. No, no, you can go on. It's okay. For me, what I'm really gonna the main thing I want to take up is is the second point you just mentioned today. You know, it must rule your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in verse three of Colossians chapter three, there just just to anyone who's listening to this, just read the whole chapter really. Mm. Um, verse two, no, not verse three. Verse two says, "Set your affection on things above, not on things." on the earth 
set your affection mm-hmm. on things of on, sure. on above fix your mind on another time on another time Be, because if your mind is looking towards the time your mm-hmm. actions are not suited for this world the things you do will not be suited for this world but will be suited for the world to come because your mind mm. your thoughts are set on the things of above mm-hmm. the things you go through here will 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 affect you mm-hmm. but they will not mean so much because you have set your mind on what is to come you mm. suffering god suffering for god will be worth it because it's like you know i have fixed my mind on another time mm-hmm. fix your mind on another time i wish and, i wish you yeah. would play that song <laughs> it is a good song it is an amazing song so i think pretty much that is it and we really come bringing the same solution over and over literally over and over again over and it may sound like it's being over spiritual about things but mm. this is the only way that works guys should be told um and it is radical you know jesus was mm. very radical many of the things very that the radical. he was like to do, you guys you guys have been told uh, this, don't don't but, don't do this but i'm telling you don't even I'm think about this, it right and this don't is where it really it. comes in where instead mm. of sometimes just being so defensive to really think about the things and what god has to say and to pray about it it's really hard right now to go off and to be like i'm not going to stop complaining if i have nothing good to say i'm really going to shut up right um i'm now no longer going to cast a dark shadow some some of these things have become so natural and even just become a part of society and so a rewiring of this is going to take a lot and you should not despair you should know what you are working towards that is the renewal of your mind leading your mind to a place where it is only thinking good thoughts there is nothing wrong with that that is where we are supposed to be at that is the standard mm. to reach for right and to continuously strive i'm just going to leave our listeners mm. with a couple of questions to think about we do not have enough time to go through them and just before you say those questions okay remember the only safeguard for our, the only security for our souls mm. is the right thinking just going to leave off with that right the thinking the only security for your soul is thinking right in all ways guys even with school work mm. all right say your questions right. <laughs> i'm sorry okay this is just stuff to think about as we are closing up this this uh, as we are closing up this episode rather right the bible speaks about bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ i really wish we had time to unpack that what does it mean think about it right study this topic how do i place everything to captivity to every no bringing to captivity so your thoughts must be captive it may sound like god is being unfair whatever but your thoughts must be captive to the obedience of christ right how does the internet tv programs recreational reading advertisements etc work in your mind because we expose ourselves to these things but how are they working out for you in your mind how much of your thinking and doing are affected by these sources and why do we fool ourselves if we believe that we read or what we read or watch does not impact our thinking and the last thing um 
how careful are you with your words, which simply reflect your thoughts, or which words simply reflect your thoughts? How can you be sure that your words are always working for good and not for evil? Amen. That is it. And thank you so much for listening in. I will close for us in a word of prayer. Let us pray. Our dear Father, we thank you so much for this lesson. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us the power and the surety that we can and we should have good thoughts. Help us not to settle for anything less, Lord. Help us to impart also to others that may be struggling mentally, emotionally, and may they really find peace and joy in your word, Lord. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.